Hello and welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of For All Mankind. This is season one, episode four, Prime Crew. Major Tom was mentioned in this episode, so I thought I'd bring some to you because I enjoy that song. Prime Crew was written by Noreen Shanker, who everyone knows from The Expanse. Love him. Directed by Alan Coulter. Premiered on my birthday, 11-8 of 2019, and I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I think out of the four, this is my favorite thus far. It was a character study, as well as moving the plot forward, and I just like the expansion of seeing these people as more than just NASA astronauts and the the struggles that each are going through individually and professionally. So we pick up in the midst of Patty's death, unfortunately, um, her accident. Poor Molly is at the bar drinking to numb the pain and also mourn her fallen comrade as Deke reports on the news what has occurred and to let everyone mourn i like that molly took a moment for her own friend and just said you know i'm not going to her funeral (laughs) she knows how i feel about her and i don't want a whole bunch of people there having it a spectacle but i am going to go to the local bar and pour out one for my homie in her case it is drinking it because they don't pour it out and there's no 40 but you got where you got where i was going the three remaining women join her at the bar having attended molly's or attended patty's funeral they toast to her memory and wonder you know what kind of happened and molly admits that patty kind of screwed the pooch she was trying to stay with it instead of punching out Molly is very concerned and has been concerned about the program being shut down, but this is pretty much the ammunition that many men would like because, oh my God, a woman dying doing something that a man does is just too much to bear for some reason. And the thing about mistakes are, about mistakes I should say, is that men have been making them up and down the historical record for millennia so i don't know why they feel like they're somehow exempt but a woman making a mistake somehow to do with her sex tracy comes home to gordo sleeping with the kids and praising her for training so hard to be an astronaut but also finding time to help the kids with the homework aka every working mom in america Ed is taking it hard, thinking he failed her after talking with uh, her husband on the phone, Mr. Doyle. He breaks said phone and then is about to break said chair before she tells him to go mow the lawn. I did laugh after like a brief pause. <laughs> you just hear. <laughs> I guess that's just something men did back then. I'm angry. Either beat my wife. <laughs> that's not funny, but hey 
Um, I, I am not pretending this time in history women were given all of the rights. Like men were assholes for a very long period of time and women just had to put up with it. Or especially if you had children, because there was no apparent uh, child support coming, which is it's still blowing my mind that I found that out. I have a newfound respect. Doesn't make Karen any less of a Karen. However, I do have a lot more respect of the the, the constraint of the circumstances. If that were, you know. Tracy in that scenario which she's got to deal with an asshole husband who's also cheating on her John Glenn who is a real astronaut marine he was part of NASA manned spacecraft center and a senator he comes to visit Deke in his office to tell him that Patty died as she was out of her depth and women can't do what we do kiss my entire ass he really followed it up with, it's a fact of our social order. You underestimate my power. I have a lot of respect for Marines. I personally would not want to go to war. But if I or anyone else that is a female decides that is what they want to do, that is indeed not the fact of the social order. Because if we want to do it, we can. And then if you got to accommodate, well, fuck off as in the case later on <laughs> when we build a spacecraft and go oh this is only for penises dick doesn't see it that way though he is being encouraged to cut the women despite proof that a woman can land on the moon has landed on the moon and these women work their ass off so that they can have the chance to land on the moon russians have lost an astronaut during a debrief due to a crash on the moon with gordo Upset democracy allows freedom of press versus, you know, the Russians being ridiculously prideful. Still talking about 30-something people died from Chernobyl even 50,000 years later. Bitchmeister, which apparently I've been told Shorty Powers by Andy is a real person. I looked him up. He looks like a bitchmeister. So that's why I gave him that new name. I read his biography, I was not impressed, and this impersonation of him feels accurate. He is telling them Nixon wants to be number one, despite all the logistics of doing things proper, because killing more people is really great for press, versus keeping a program going, (laughs) and doing things right, so that when we do become the first moon base, we don't fuck up like the Russians do. Ted Kennedy, please win over this man. I hope that, I don't know if this, in this timeline, if we're still going to get Watergate, but I feel like we should still get Watergate because he's the same man. He's still the same delusional, paranoid, you know, and it's that paranoid delusion that created the atom bombs in the first place. We got to be there first. We just have to. Then you look over there. They're like, yeah, we ain't even put the shit together. <laughs> all our information we'd be getting is inaccurate is inaccurate you know being hyped up by overzealous patriots nixon has ended the vietnam war 
Dick is visited by Shorty Powers, who I hope disintegrates into something awful. He does die of chronic alcoholism, so. Cover, 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 chameleon. You come and go. You come and go. Love it would be easy if your colors were like my dream. Red, gold. I know it's not right to speak ill of the dead, but some people, that's just what their legacy is. Ill. Uh, Nixon has pulled the plug on the women program as it hurt his polling that a woman died on national television and his focus, Deke, should be on the lunar base that they are insisting they put up there because God forbid the Russians do first because their first job is going to be pointing missiles at us. And I'm thinking maybe it's because we are intent on doing the exact same thing. Dick is getting real shitty about being told what he will and will not do. Like he's some yes man lackey to the president's every whim, including the program to begin with. Dick tells them all to kiss my ass and gives all four women their astronaut stripes at an unsanctioned press conference. You're mad. I'm back. Big mad. He's mad. She's mad. Big fat. Shorty tells him he's on Nixon's shit list. And I'm like, who ain't? Papa brings Alita, which we hadn't caught up with in a little bit, a souvenir from the trash to add to her wall of NASA-inspired content. Ed teaching his kid how to ride a bike. It's exactly why men in America are so fucking toxic. You don't show emotions. (laughs) That is not okay. Like a little patience. Like you just have to listen to me. Maybe you're a terrible teacher. Okay. Maybe you need to fill out your teaching You know, but that is really because I've seen it way too many times exactly how men treat their boys. It's too much. You know, there's allowed to be some softness in your life that doesn't say anything. But you know what it is? We in American society, men are in a macho state of being. It's all the alpha male bullshit hyping them ass up. And the thing is, because my mom also has already raised a boy. That the, what ha- ends up happening is they either are missing that uh, knowing how to communicate in a certain manner because they've been taught for so long to suppress any softer or more whatever feminine feelings, if you will. But then they also grow up to be an asshole. And that's exactly what my brother grew up to be. And I'm not sure why there is no better... <laughs> correlation (laughs) to teach people this is not the way to do it dick shows up to announce that molly will be replacing gordo on 15 since he only got 15 due to the nepotism so his wife could be america's trophy while i wanted to be like oh ed don't tell your wife to shut up like that because she he did was like karen shut the fuck up he didn't say it all but that was what that Karen was. No one invited your ass to this conversation. <laughs> you gotta go back in there and chop them damn vegetables. Ed himself isn't keen on the idea, but he also knows this is my fucking boss. You can't just talk to my boss any kind of way that you want to. And it's really none of your business and not your decision. It's affecting me and you can talk about it with me, but you need to kind of see your way out of this conversation. He already 
is allowing his balls to contradict his brains though ed with you know it was okay to train them the minute you're gonna be in a spacecraft well i don't know about that danielle calls her husband clayton who is in vietnam as a soldier she's waiting for him to come home she wants to tell him the news but unfortunately the call gets disconnected i do not recall who the other pilot is on 15 but they have dinner at deke's insistence with molly but they're sitting there mansplaining about her role and how she should follow them despite her flying longer than both men and the other male being just as green going to the moon as she is so why is he being treated as if he's more competent and i should follow him when he is in the same category as myself i love when he said can you pass the a1 and she gave him the hot sauce like if you're gonna treat me like an idiot then i'm gonna act like one gordo is drunk and depressed that he got bumped from 15 because deke did let him down but does want to celebrate his wife's accomplishments until she plans to go to florida and leave him to mope about all by himself taking care of the kids because guess what only one of us is (laughs) an astronaut that is going to the moon anytime soon because your ass is a hot mess because even when he was kicked off he was like oh what did he do now so clearly you have a bad reputation he acted like she needed his permission we should have discussed this first you know i go wherever i'm told to go and maybe i would have discussed it with you if you ever came home and not drunk in the middle of the fucking night and in the middle of a party i had planned to celebrate my win larry is dating or hanging out with ellen and wow the sexism i hate it you should get that astronaut piece of tail what is it why are you looking the way you look and opening your jowls sometimes it's very easy to hate men i also wonder why you don't see many interracial couples where it's the black woman and the white man that's the rarest combination you will see in my specialty but um i wonder is it because (laughs) they can't handle it over here i'm not saying that black men do not have their problems because the biggest one is respecting black women but um i can tell you right now some of these situations would be so different so very very different you know what it is too we come in fucking tribes like we a whole gang you mess with one you got the whole hair dresser salon coming to your house then you gotta explain to the church folks (laughs) that's why the community too strong sometimes where it it, it ain't gonna go down not like that The, the family my point is these things have different outcomes is all i'm saying (laughs) how do we get on that subject he tells ellen she is backup or could be backup for molly who's likely to wash out dealing with ed because they're two uh personalities that do not match very well ed is bitching about ed is bitching about molly's behavior and her attitude at dinner because my god i should like to be told what i'm gonna do on a mission then he calls her a lesbian really nigga and while she might be or at least bisexual at the most this is something when men feel insecure their first thing is to lash out at women and ed i thought you were a lot better my friend but he's only the man of his times i've had men say that to me 
Oh, because I don't want your dick. I must not want any dick. No, the problem is your dick. I don't want it. Goodbye. Molly is bitching to her husband in the bathtub, knowing exactly what is being said behind her back and doesn't understand why she wouldn't give them attitude when they are being so patronizing. I like the juxtaposition between the couples. You know, you got one all in their soapy bath, getting all frisky, disgusting things. He's supporting his fearless wife. While Wonderbread and his wife Karen is pulling down <laughs> the bed, uh, pillow or curtain. I don't even know what to call this. What are you turning down the bed? Is that the right word for I don't know, because I don't do it. I've never done it in my life. And while things are not passionate, they're just rather comfortable and routine. And that's very, you know, some people like that. They go to bed holding hands, <laughs> faced in opposite directions. <laughs> Larry gets a call in the middle of the night because they need the NASA needs to speak to Ellen. This is so out of bounds. It's not even funny. But again, the times. So I can't reach her at home, so I'm guessing she's sleeping with you. She can't be anywhere else having a sleepover with a friend. She must be in bed with a man. <laughs> wow. But it turns out that Ellen, as I suspected, is a lesbian and is with Pam the bartender, which was a surprise. And Larry is her beard, who agrees to get the astronaut there. But there is a... Um, there's a double benefit to them in this. And he was trying to warn her in a subtle way. Like, you gotta focus, don't be sloppy. He ends up having a heart-to-heart -heart with her, letting her know, look, if they find out about your sexual orientation and that you lied about it, they will bench you forever. You will never make it to the moon. And that she needs to play the game. As he, too, is hiding his sexuality. So both walk hand-in-hand. Hand. I thought this was a huge commentary how it must feel to have to hide a huge part of your identity just so that you can work professionally it's crazy and the fact that you know these two people like each other like hanging out with each other but now have to put on this front because not only is she his beard but he's hers i think the same thing may be going on with molly and wayne the photo shoot had me dying. Like, why is everybody <laughs> looking like this? Especially when he tried to get Molly to smile, so she actually smiled. <laughs> She's like, I am not mixing like someone with long hair. How about you go fuck off? <laughs> I really wanted her to say. Margo is hard at work doing more math than I could possibly comprehend. She also plays piano, something Molly is very impressed by. She even wants to bring the girls so that they can see her play, but she's like, this is my secret. It better stay that way. I'm serious. Don't fuck with me, Molly. Wayne's like, hi, I'm her husband. <laughs> I love that Margo's like, her what? Your what? Because <laughs> up until this point, no one would have suspected. Like everyone clearly, the way she dresses, was calling her out as being Butch Cassidy. Her and Ed are definitely the odd couple. One minute, Ed is being sexist and mansplaining. And the next minute, he's sticking up for ridiculous treatment, such as being told to be a thing 
<laughs> and then the photo shoot and then also being told to wear a diaper because the spacecraft is not designed for a woman and he's like you're the smartest people in the world figure it out he is learning i feel he is though her messing with Margot was also equally funny just humming what she played <laughs> after she was giving her a hard time to reset it but when Ed changes the procedural due to him not trusting Molly, she tells the woman that she has to be perfect. And yes, I know you don't want to be the per poster child for all of this, but she's an astronaut. She's not a pilot. You got to step up her game. And to her credit, she hits the books and does the work. And Ed definitely notices. Gordo and Ed finally speak since he's been benched, but he outwardly states the world is changing. He hopes for the better even though he doesn't treat his wife with that same type of optimism. Ed doesn't get to be the father who taught his son how to ride a bike because, you know, he wasn't patient with him. Karen was able to teach him, and there were two scenes that made me feel uncomfortable in this episode. This being one of them, like the last interaction you have with your child is not saying I love you. I don't like those scenes. <laughs> and they did the same thing with Alita who's going to Cape Kennedy to watch the the launch Papa's not going with her because he can only afford one ticket and then he says I love you and then she doesn't even look back and he says I'll be here when you get back No, and I've seen too many movies man where I'm like mm, don't break my heart I don't need this but I think that maybe he's going to feel guilty that he did not have a, a better conversation with his son due to the bike riding, but he doesn't seem to be particularly close to him. Tracy is in Florida living her best life. Gordo's like, I called you last night. Where were you? Uh, I took the phone off the hook so I can get some sleep. And also probably so you would not call me because I need to disconnect my life. <laughs> I love being a mom, but there are not days that I'll be like, you know, a week vacation. I'm not going to miss you so he decides to guilt trip her because she her career might make her be a bad mother all i want you to do is send an ambulance because i'm gonna bust a cap in these fools so she retaliated by flushing the toilet to make him think that she's cheating and then i thought about that song maybe i deserve by tank maybe i deserve <laughs> to sit at home and wonder where you are that's what you get Two hours to launch. Seriously, the cigarettes are giving me screen cancer. Karen, why are you being your namesake? But I wanted to sit down there. Those are the better seats. I have to sit next to the husband. Oh my God, is that him? Hi, Wayne. Molly smiling at all the women accepting this is kind of all for them. She does admit she hasn't done anything yet for the reception that she's getting, but Ed tells her, look, you did strap yourself to an explosive for government pay. Nixon calls Deke himself to say, if the girl, the girl, screws up, it's his ass. Under pressure. Under pressure. And that is how we ended the episode. I don't think anything is gonna go wrong because the space program would definitely be 86 because Nixon is waiting for it. Even though I don't think he's gonna get rid of the space program. Keep saying we're here at your disposable bitch. You chill trying to get your ass to the moon. How you gonna get there? How you gonna get there with your presidentialness? <laughs> that didn't make sense. It didn't need to make sense. I just hate Nixon. 
So if you want to send feedback on our next episode, blackgirlcouch.gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. <laughs>